Recorded live. I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your God bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, who is, in fact, our healer and our deliverer. We thank God for who he is and all that he has done to us, through us, and for us. For he is God, and besides him, there is none other. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we have been working on our most recent topic entitled, The Question is Why? The Question is why?
We're going to be looking at the book of Genesis, chapter 42, with a special focus on verse 21. Still working on our theme, the question is why. Sometimes we wonder why certain things happen and go on in this life and you know, why things have had to happen in our marriage or in our business or in our finances or in our health uh, or with our friends, with our family. We, we wonder why. And through uh, in-depth study of God's word and understanding of God's word, the answers to why becomes more apparent. God will let us know the why of different things. In the book of Genesis Chapter 42, with a special focus on verse 21. Genesis chapter 42 and verse 21. Joseph's brothers had to come to grips with some things that they had done. You know, nobody made them do them. They were things that they'd done. They did by choice. And it was just, you know... God doesn't forget when we do things that are not right. And his brothers knew enough about God to uh, to know this about God. And sometimes things be happening to us a lot of times just because of what we have done and what we have been into. And we're going to take a look at that today. We're trusting that God is going to bless us. Real good. Joseph's brothers, they said to one another, verse 21, surely we are being punished because of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life, but we wouldn't listen. That's why this distress has come on us. The question is why? Why has certain distresses and hardships come upon us? Question is why? The answer is our sins. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Speak to us that we may speak to your people. Glorify yourself in our midst today. And we will forever give you the praise. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Let the people of God say amen. Genesis chapter 42. is a prime example of God turning tide. After many, many years, the promises that God had made concerning Joseph, concerning his brothers, concerning their family, they look so improbable, look so impossible, People laughed at him when he when they, he told them what God had said to him. People didn't believe him. People didn't want to. But now God is about to do just what he promised many, many years ago to a young 17-year-old man that he was going to do. I want to encourage you, child of God, what God has promised me and you. I'm not even worried about it. He's going to do it. 
just as he did in the life of Joseph, so shall he do in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Joseph's brothers, because of the turn of events in the nation, because of the famine, because of the, God orchestrated all of that so that they had to go to Egypt. And who was it that just happened to be in Egypt? Their brother Joseph. Just who was it that happened to be in Egypt that they had to bow down to? Their brother Joseph. Just as he had prophesied. Decades ago. In my Bible it's titled Joseph's Brothers Go to Egypt. When they go down to Egypt, Joseph, Jacob has been elevated so by God and man that they don't even recognize him. Joseph, who did I say Jacob? My mistake. Joseph has been so elevated by God and man that his brothers don't even recognize him. And Joseph kind of, you know, uh, let's flesh kind of get involved. He kind of plays a mean game on his brothers, calling them spies and claiming to keep them and detain them until they do certain things. Because they didn't recognize him, but he, he recognized them uh, very easily. And he told him in verse 20, and we're going to kick off from verse 20. He said, but you must bring your youngest brother to me. Now, Joseph's youngest brother was his whole brother uh, that was born to him. A lot of these other brothers were born to other wives of his father, half-brothers. But but his youngest brother was... was uh, you know, had the same mother and the same father. Joseph hadn't seen him for a number of years. And so he makes a request out of his brother. He told him, y'all got to bring me that younger brother. Prove to me that y'all not spies, that y'all not trying to do some funny stuff. But you must bring your youngest brother to me so that your words may be verified and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do. Now, Joseph kind of got his brothers stewing a little bit because they think they're going to get killed for being spies, and they are really nervous, and with good reason. And Joseph, you know, Joseph being a man of God and a man who loved God, he couldn't, he couldn't keep the charade up long. You know, the Holy Spirit was convicting him. The Lord was convicting him. He went on had to tell the truth. But he was kind of messing with him a little bit for a while. And they said to one another, now, Understand, they didn't recognize Joseph. They thought he was just some Egyptian prince that was, you know, messing with them. So they started talking in their own language, and I, you know, thinking that they, he didn't understand it, but he was understanding exactly what they were saying, just like he knew exactly who they are. They, they were Hebrews. They thinking he's an Egyptian, so they started talking in their Hebrew language, and and. And Joseph acted like he didn't he didn't understand what they were saying, but he knew exactly what they were saying. Joseph was messing with him. Joseph was messing with him. And they began to say 
to one another. Surely we are being punished because of our brother. Now I want I want to deal with that because Lord is dealing with me that this is part of the reason why we have a responsibility to make sure we treat our brothers and our sisters properly. Because if not, there will be some calamities that will come on us because of our brother and how we've treated him or because of our sister and how we've treated them. Joseph's brothers said, surely we're being punished because of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life. In other words, we had the power to kill him or to let him live. Now, this Egyptian Lord has the power to either kill us or to let us go. They didn't know that it was Joseph, the same one that they had the power over some years ago. Now he's got the power over them. And God is real funny like that. Real funny like that. You know, a lot of times the ones that had the power over you, God will fix it all, fix it up, so that one day you'll have the power over them. Let's see how you do. Now that the tables have what? Turn. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life, but we would not listen. And see, this is the thing you, you want to understand. Whatever state you're in right now, God's going to fix it up so you're going to see things from the other side. If you're in good health, God's going to fix it up so one day you have to see things from bad health. If you got plenty of money, God's going to fix it up where you're going to have to see what it's like not to have money. God is a specialist in letting us see. You know, I think about um, something the Lord's been dealing with me on recently since my health has been a little challenged. You know, when I was very healthy, I'll say it like that, one of the things I used to try to do for individuals that um, I saw that were struggling with their help, I used to try to be very considerate to them, opening doors, letting them sit down. I used to I used to consciously try to do that. You know, people that were having problems walking, I used to, but one of the main things I would try to do was make sure I opened doors for them and try to make things easier. And what I've noticed God has been doing with people, and I'll just be watching, I'll be like, look at you, Lord. Now that my health has been a little little challenged, he, everywhere I go, he got individuals. We were down in South Carolina a few weeks ago. Just yesterday I was at the Division of Motor Vehicles. He'll send people that be opening doors for me, and I'll be like, look at God got a way of showing us ourselves, good or bad. This is one of the reasons, children of God, why we want to try to do what is right and what is good so that when that comes back to us, we can be pleased. You know, here's Joseph's brothers. They had done bad or they had done wrong. And now that was coming back to them and they didn't like it. See, we want to try to do unto others what we would like to have come back to us. You know, I think about uh, one of my family members. Uh, I hadn't been in the hospital for anything serious for probably ah, 30, 40 years. But I had uh, some health challenges, and, and one of my family members came all the way from Korea, North Korea. They were in South, South Korea. 
came all the way from South Korea, 25 hours on a flight to check on me. And and I, and in my spirit, just just a couple of days ago, went to when they were a very young person. They had got run over by a truck, damaged, really damaged, scraped all up, bones broken. And I jumped in my vehicle. At this time, I was in college, and I jumped in my vehicle and drove. Not that it's as far as South Korea, but I jumped in my vehicle immediately and came here, back here to our hometown where she was and went to see her in the hospital and came to spend time with her. Well, God has fixed it up so that uh, basically that has, has come back. You know what we're gonna what we what we do, children of God, comes back to us one way or another. God fixes up good or bad, right or wrong. You know um, how we treat the church, how we treat one another, how we treat the people of God. God is bringing to my spirit now the Apostle Paul. How God had to let the Apostle Paul know that basically he was going to receive a lot of beatings and imprisonments and prisons and uh, and hardships. Well, he had he had done this kind of thing to the church prior to his conversion. So even his even his getting saved and becoming an apostle didn't change that. That had to come back to him. You say, Apostle, what does all this say? So good seeds, my brother and my sister. So what? Good seeds. Because our seeds are going to come back to us. We can sow wrong seeds. Wrong seeds going to come back to us. We can sow right seeds. Right seeds going to come back. We can sow generous seeds. Generous seeds going to come back to us. We can sow rebellious seeds. Rebellion, whatever we sow. So shall we reap. Joseph's brothers. Why? The question is why? Why was this distress coming on them? Because they had sowed some seeds long, long time ago that were now coming up. You will see your seeds coming up. What you have done, how you have treated your parents, how you have treated... You're going to see that. You know, it's one one, one saint right here that I'll be wondering. They, they can't see this. They're going to they're going to have to see this. I told them the last time we were talking. I said, you're going to have to see this again. The same way you have done with your parents. Don't be surprised when they do it to you. But you're going to see this again. So let us let us do as much right as we possibly can. If we want right seeds to what? Come up. Said it, that's why. That's why the brothers said to, to, to one another. That's why we, you know these these young men. If they weren't young men, didn't grow up listening to God. You know their father was a God fearing man. I'm sure he taught them of the ways of God and the word of God and the things of God. So they knew this. This ain't nothing but what we did long time ago. It's bad when people don't know why stuff is happening to them. These were individuals that knew God, that knew God's word, that knew what they should have done. They just didn't do it. And they knew. This, that's why this is happening to us. That's why this is happening to us. Reuben, look at verse 22. Reuben replied, didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? God is always going to have somebody that's going to be telling us, don't sow bad seeds. Now, that somebody might be 
your pastor, might be your wife, might be your husband, might be your sister, your brother, your mother, your father. God is going to have somebody that's trying to warn you and trying to keep you from doing something crazy. Whether we listen or whether we fail to listen. But God is going to have... Reuben, each one of you under the sound of my voice, there, as to some of you all out there under the sound of my voice right now, I'm your Reuben. I'm your Reuben. Those some of you that are tuning in to this broadcast and are being blessed, I'm your Reuben. Apostle Brian is trying to tell you don't do nothing crazy. To some of you all under the sound of my voice, you are my Reuben. Telling me, Robert, don't be doing nothing crazy, Apostle. Don't do nothing crazy. Don't. But God has got a Reuben. Reuben replied, didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you wouldn't listen. Now, we must give accounting of his blood. Each one of us is going to give an account. Not just when Jesus returned, Lord said, Robert, that ain't all it is to give an account. Uh-uh. There's accounts that individuals have to give right here in this world. We know that we're going to have to give an account of all the things to the Lord, of all the things we have done while we were in these earthly bodies. We know that. But God said, I got an accounting that individuals will give right here. Reuben understood this. That this is happening to us because of that stuff right there. They did not realize, watch this, that Joseph could understand them since he was using an interpreter. They they didn't, they didn't, you know, they thought they were talking in their language, you know, they had a special thing going, only they could hear them, and Joseph was listening right to them. In other words, everybody that is using an interpreter that don't mean they don't understand the language. Just because they're using an interpreter. The Bible says he turned away from them and began to weep. See, see God won't go let him just, you know, even though Joseph had been mistreated by his brothers, God had still blessed him. God had still lifted them up. God had still fulfilled his promise. And I want to encourage you, child of God, under the sound of my voice. It don't matter how they have mistreated you. God is still going to bless you if you do right. And child of God, God is still going to bless us. No matter whether they like us, whether they support us, whether they with us, whether they against us. God's still going to bless us as children of what? God. Joseph was still blessed, even though he was operating in the flesh and being a little mean, treating his brothers a little mean because he didn't like the way they had. When he turned away, he began to weep, but then came back and spoke to them again. He had Simon taken from them and bound before their eyes. Now, Joseph's still kind of playing with this thing a little bit. Finally, Joseph had to break down, you know, finally. The next trip, you know, Joseph kind of, he messed with them this trip now. But on their second journey to Egypt, I'm going to just kind of skip on ahead and just kind of let you see that. Uh, Now. The third trip to Egypt. My mistake, Saints. 
the third trip to Egypt, Joseph finally went on and broke down and uh, Look at verse 2, Genesis 45 and 2. This is the third trip. Now, Joseph was messing with these brothers first trip, second trip. Then on the third trip, you know, the Bible said in verse 1. Let me go back to verse 1. Joseph could no longer control himself. See, God ain't going to let us just do keep doing anything as children. God he ain't going to let us. You say, Apostle, what does that mean? Don't worry, don't worry about that husband or that wife. God ain't going to let him, if he a true believer, God ain't going to let him or her or them or they just keep out on the one and cry. He ain't going to let her. Joseph could no longer what? Control himself. Before all his attendants, and he cried out, have everyone leave my brother. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. See, the thing about us as children of God, we got to tell truth. We got to tell truth. It, it, whether, it's, whether it's pretty, whether people like it, whether, we, we are compelled to tell the truth. Joseph couldn't hold this thing. Joseph could have went on to his grave. You know, if he'd have been a different kind of character, went on to his grave holding this secret. Had them boys killed or had them boys, Joseph couldn't do it. He had to tell them the truth. I am Joseph. Is my father still alive, living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, come closer, come here, come get a close-up on me. When they had done so, he said, I'm your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. Now, don't be distressed. Don't be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. Understand this, child of God, no matter how folks treat us, first of all, it was our destiny. Whether folk have treated us good, the lives that we live in, the jobs that we're working on, whether folk have treated us bad, that was our destiny. What we've got to understand as, as children of God is that whatever has taken place in our lives, it was all about God and the ministry that he has called us to. Now keep that in mind. Joseph understood that it wasn't good how they treated or how y'all treated me. But God had it in his master plan to save lives. Joseph saved many lives by being in Egypt and being used by God. He saved lives that he'd never been able to save. He'd stayed back home. But it was all a part of God's master plan. So you say, Apostle, what are you saying to me? Whatever has happened to you, child of God, it was part of God's master plan for you. Good, bad. Right, wrong, what we've got to keep in mind is it's going to work together for our good, for those of us who love the Lord and have been called according to his purpose. Joseph said, I understand. Even I know y'all didn't do me quite right at some times, but God's plan was bigger. I want you to know, child of God, that God's plan was bigger than how they treated you or how they mistreated you. 
or how they spoke to you or how they didn't speak to you. God's plan is bigger. See, that's the thing I, you know, I realized what well, God's plan is bigger. And I want to encourage you, child of God, and let you know God's plan is bigger. Don't worry about, don't worry about people and folk and who. The, uh, God's plan is bigger. God's plan for my, my life has not changed because you don't like me. God's plan for my life has not changed because you don't support me. God's plan for my life, no, and we got to keep that in mind, child of God. God's plan is bigger. I might have to preach that one. I might have to preach that. Joseph said, God, God sent me ahead of you. God divinely positioned me so I could be here to save y'all's hind part, to save y'all's life. God divinely positioned me. Joseph said, I understand that. That's why I ain't mad with you. See, if I didn't understand that, then I'd be mad with you. Then I'd have a grudge. But because I understand God and God's plan for me, I ain't, no, ain't there nothing for me to be upset with y'all about. See, when you understand God's plan for you, you ain't going to be upset with people because they mistreated you, because they did this. Nah, my God's plan is bigger. I want to encourage you, child of God. God's plan bigger. Bigger than that little nonsense the family trying to do against you or they, they trying to get. I ain't nobody saying that, man. God's plan is bigger. God's plan, what? Is bigger. Now, God bless you, children. God, why did this happen to them brothers like that? They realized that hey, we had done some things that won't quite won't quite right, and now it's coming back on us. Some things just be coming back on us. Things we done done won't quite right. God had to God be like, you know, stuff got to come back on. But that don't mean God don't love you. That don't mean that God don't have a plan for you. That don't mean that God is not going to take you somewhere. Just some things you had to reap what you sown. That's all. So I want to encourage you, child of God, and I pray the Lord continues to bless you all. God is blessing us very good here. I want for those of you that are, are integral parts of this ministry, let's prepare our offerings for tomorrow and be obedient to the scriptures, and uh, God will bless you very, very good. Signing out. Is an awesome God he reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God he reigns. From heaven above with wisdom, power and love, our God is an awesome.